Hey guys, just a little note to let you know that the sound quality is a bit less than to be desired this episode. Um, had a few technical difficulties, but if you can push through, I think it's a really great and honest chat with Ash. I really enjoyed speaking with him and I think you will enjoy hearing what he has to say. Enjoy guys. Bye. Welcome to another episode of Reality TV and Me. I am Kirsty, and this week I am joined by 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days star, Ash Nayak. Thank you so much for joining joining me. I was practicing your last name two seconds ago, and I've already stuffed it up. So. No, whatever comes out, whatever comes out, you did well. Hi, hi, Kristen, how are you? I'm good. I really appreciate you coming on and, and having a chat with me because... I mean, often the perception that the show gives is so different to what is real life. So I like to talk to people from these reality shows to get a sense of who they really are. And so many of the listeners, um, both in my chats with Erica, who you know from 90 Days, and from talking to a lot of the Married at First Sight cast from season seven, I mean, I've gone into interviews thinking after watching the show, I'm not, not, I don't know how I'm going to get along with this person. And every single person I've come out of it being like, yeah, I could be friends with them. They're cool <laughs> chick or guy or whatever, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, what was your experience like? How did you, first of all, how did you get involved in this experience? So how did I get involved? I've never heard about the show. I've never, I don't even watch TV. So um, we... Avery applied for the show on the show that I came to know that she applied for the show. Meaning that uh, we broke up in between and then she came back saying that, hey, by the way, we are on the show. And I'm like, okay, great. That's awesome. And then um, I'm like, oh, I don't think we, I don't think I want to get on the show. Either way, we've broken up. So that's how it started. And then, then I was on the show. <laughs> so you guys were already split up when um, this whole kind of train took off. Correct. We were already separate. We already broke. She already broke up, and I did not know until she came back to tell me. By the way, Ash, we're on a show. It's a reality TV show in the states. This is what it is. I'm like, okay. <laughs> when did you apply for that? And she's like, a few months ago. And I'm like, why didn't you tell? <laughs> Either way. So that was the process, and um, it was a back and forth to try to come together. And um, yeah, eventually we did. We did end up on the show. Wow. Okay. So she applied without your knowledge. And had you heard of the show before? Because it's only really um, getting shown here on Foxtel, which a lot of people don't have or don't have access to. It's, it's, a, it's a franchise and uh, it's taken off to oh, huge God. levels in the States. But we're sort of just getting it now in the, in the wake of coronavirus and lockdown and people <laughs> needing more trash to stimulate the, their, their brains, which I am very much one of those people, so uh, no shame. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to my world, you run. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So had you heard of the show before? Never heard of the show until uh, um, until she did say that we were on it. Um, I did not, did not even research the show, so I was... I was not interested to know what it was about. So either way, I did not want to get on the show at the beginning. 
because um, we wanted to get the first. But gradually, I started, we started talking, and eventually we ended up back together again, and that turned us to be on the show afterwards. But until the moment that I knew about the show, to getting on the show, I never watched any episode of it. So, <laughs> Do you regret that now? <laughs> oh, massively. <laughs> I remember the day that uh, the producer came and... Um, the the, set, the the producer the the set the people that we had were amazing they were all great and um i remember the producer sean he was like so we, we're having a chat and he's like so have you watched the show before i'm like never he's like oh boy you're gonna be in for a ride and i'm like but when he said that i was like oh shit i should Uh-oh. be i should maybe try to watch it now <laughs> but no I, yeah it was an interesting one so how did you end up getting back together with Avery? Was it just the correspondence about the show when it kind of just, you know, sparked another interest? What was that like? So if we have to go a little bit more, slightly more into detail, that was the week that uh, she ghosted me after I gave her a present. Um, she, I don't know if she got a woman. Oh God, that's so harsh. <laughs> Yeah, so it was those little bracelets. I think they became they became quite famous now because everyone is like, I get a lot of DMs on the, those bracelets. Where did you do, make those bracelets? So after that bracelet, there was a ghosting for nearly a week or so. And then finally, I was able to send her a message. She replied back saying she doesn't love me. And I'm like, okay, great. That's fine. Let's finish it. Anyway, a week later, she sends me a text message saying those things. And uh, that's it. That's how that process to be on the show started. Hang on. And so she ghosted you for a week, then she comes back saying, I want to do this show with you, which is a massive commitment and a, a huge favour, essentially. Why <laughs> did you say, oh, yeah, okay? <laughs> uh, no, actually, I didn't say okay at all. I was like, uh, we were not going out together, so I'm like, there's no point being back together just for that yeah i won't be yeah i wasn't up for it so we just i just said you know what you took a decision just stick with it i'm happy where we are that's fine then afterwards three days later she's like yeah great great you know what i totally respect what you're thinking or you're saying right now i was not trying to come on to you to say that we have to get on the show i just was telling you about it because it was funny and i'm like okay great that's fine <laughs> either way three days later she called she texts me i remember i was with my little son Taj. And we were going to Crown. Uh, we were going to Crown Hotel. We were going to stay there for a weekend. I usually like every month. I, we, I usually take him to, a, you know, he loves um, breakfast buffets. So I take him to different places every every once every month. So that why it's so significant is because that morning I was going to pick him up. We were going back to Melbourne to go to Crown Hotel. So she sends me a text message and says, hey, I would need to talk to you. And I'm like, that's a bit odd either way. I'm like, yeah, of course. She calls me and she's like, of course, crying. <laughs> so I have to say it, honestly, crying. And she's like, oh, I want to make it work. I want to, you know, I'm so sorry. So she told me all those the things that you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to think about it. I need to think about it because I can't just give you an answer. So a few days later, I thought about it. I'm like, you know what? Let's try it. Let's try it again. I have nothing to lose. Let's try it again. Um, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Try it again. And um, and I said to her, I don't want to get on the show. So I don't want to come back and get on the show. Either way, we talked for nearly a week and a half to two weeks. And 
it was subtle little bits and pieces of information. Oh, look at the Instagram of that person. They like, they were on the show. They're like 650,000. Oh, look at that. And I'm like, oh, geez. And, and I started thinking, I'm like, that's pretty cool. And, I'm like, and I was like, man, maybe maybe there's something. Maybe that would be great. At, least, at, at the end of the day, you'll be coming here. We'll be meeting up. That, you know what? Let's try to see what, what is in it. And eventually, I got on it and I was like, yeah, let's do it. It's fun. It's going to be a fun ride. Let's do it. And then I was on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all began. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so is that uh-huh. why um, I guess things hadn't really been arranged in terms of what to do with your son and your ex-wife and all of that kind of stuff, which came out on the show, you know, that you hadn't organized if you were going to move over there, how often you would see Taj, all that kind of thing, whether he would come with you. I mean, if this was all kind of just a, you got caught up in the moment type thing, it makes sense that that wasn't really set in stone and organized properly. Did that have something to do with it? No, you know what happened is that, um, so Sian, I talked to Sian and I told her about Avery and uh, she was very welcoming. She was very open with it. And we were trying to talk about, so we have a good parenting style with Taj. So we were trying to work out what would be best and nothing would, would have been the perfect answer to anything. So at the beginning, she was okay with it because she could see that I was putting um, effort in the relationship. So yeah, she could see the, the dynamic and she was like, yeah, great. But then when Avery broke up three or four times, that started to ring you know, bells in her head. And she's like, what are you doing? Like, I, what are you doing? You're gonna go there because of this girl. She's broken up with you four times already. Um, what are you doing? That's the doubt comes in and she's yeah. not comfortable with it. So those are the things that has not been talked about. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, I've been, you know, evasive. No, I told Avery, um, I told Avery, uh, Sian was okay at the beginning because we had a good relationship, but you broke up a few times. That goes, you have, uh, you know, um, bells ringing in your head. So that's when she started becoming a little bit more apprehensive and she started getting upset. She's like, well, you're leaving for this girl who's breaking up with you and you're leaving your son. And it makes sense when you think about it. Um, so that's how it it came up, but I guess it was shown differently. Well, on, it's uh, difficult. I mean, relationships are complex, and I mean, you. I don't have to tell you that you're the relationship coach. Oh my gosh! You know what? Don't say, don't say that because I have so much things to learn myself. Or oh, I always think of myself. I'm like, because it's a reflection of my. When I t- I'm telling someone something, some, something to someone, I feel I need to take it on board to myself if that makes sense because when I'm, so when i'm giving a uh, relationship advice to someone oh you know, right you have to a- apply it to yourself like, right yeah i feel like okay this applies <laughs> to me too because someone comes up to me and says to me hey she he or she has broken up with me four times and i'm like what are you doing yeah <laughs> that's the first thing i think of what am, why am i not taking that into you know taking that on board so I yeah know. well it's so true i'm coaching coaching um a few friends through through their relationships at the moment and when i say coaching I mean, they're allowing their their head on my shoulder, which I think a lot of people are going through right now because when you're stuck in isolation, we're both in Melbourne, so we're both back in isolation again. Especially, thank God, I'm in isolation alone, just me and a couple of cats. So I'm happy girl. But a lot of people, yeah, like life is made right now. (laughs) But a lot of people are trapped in their houses with their spouse, and they haven't spent this much time with them in a long time, and. All of a sudden, every little thing they do, it's like, I'm gonna strangle them. (laughs) Yeah, no, exactly. It's a shock. It's like, wow, I didn't know that you were like that. Because most of the time, I'm at work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I didn't know you. 
smack your mouth when you eat. I'm, I swear to God, if you do it one more time. <laughs> I would love you even more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it is hard to apply advice to yourself, you know, when... Uh, it, it, when feelings are involved, everything becomes more complicated. It just does. Correct, correct. You're right. That's it. How did yeah. you feel about the way your career was portrayed on the show? Oof, that was uh, that was hard. Um, that was extremely hard because of the way that it was nothing against production, but the way that uh, the story was said was that I'm um, I'm a player. Um, I'm in the job just to. To, for one reason only. Are you a player? So was, I have to sorry? ask. Are, are you a player? Oh my God, far from that. <laughs> far from that. Because <laughs> you were sort to, of a womanizer. Yeah. yeah. If I'm trying to make something work from, you know, for, with a girl that I did love um, overseas and I'm making an effort, mm-hmm. it's, well, it's going to be easier here. Why would I make so much investment in someone that is over there with all the problems that I had with her? Just if I was a player, if that makes sense. Yeah, makes so, sense. So yeah, so no, it was a, it was a, it was a challenge. It was a challenge to be able to to navigate, um, especially afterwards when you see the there's a I'm not gonna you know break anything, but because you've seen it yourself, there's a moment that uh, um, I'm speaking, and uh, public speaking is not my thing. It's not like I'm comfortable, but it was a very stressful moment because. I realized that, wow, what did I put myself into? I have my girlfriend there, I've got this, I've got the camera, and I'm thinking of people watching. I'm like, oh my God. And I just went into a panic mode, and mm. it was, that's it, that was shut down. So those are the things that if I, in retrospective, when I think of it, I was like, if I was a bit smarter, I would have not done that. Right, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. In hindsight. <laughs> in hindsight, yeah. Two things that I was like, no, this is something I would have said, no, this is not my, my jam. Um, you know, that's cool. I don't want to do that. Um, but I, I, was, Sorry, I was, I think I was trying to show off a little bit to her too at the same time, but that backlashed on me massively. Yeah. I mean, have, have you found that um, the show has hindered or enhanced your career in any way? Uh, you know, it has, I didn't realize that there's some people could understand what I was trying to say uh, in that moment of panic, but um, it helped a lot. A lot of pe- I got a lot of people for coaching, which is very interesting, um, but it helped on many levels because I already, prior to that, I was, you know, I was trying to build a foundation, a charity, mm-hmm. and that platform just really broke it, propelled Good. that quite a lot. So that what was- charity is really- that? So it's around helping uh, around child sex trafficking, but going to the root of the problem, which is uh, foster care Mm -hmm. and having a system that is coming where we're going to be working with the government to try to find a solution to be able to have those foster kids uh, to not be um, subject to abuse in those foster homes. Because most of the time when you look at the stats, the abuse starts in those foster homes. So how can we help them in that year of fostering before they get a family that is can take care of them, help them, ed- educate them, give them something, teach them meditation, uh, painting, music in that moment, in, in, that, in that time frame, and just help them um, to have a good, good uh, surrounding and environment and support. So right now what, um, what I'm doing is um, um, we are building flat packs on water, floating, floating flat packs on water, building structures on it, 
and bringing them together, it's going to be on the water. And at the same time, it's a good connection with you know, um, young kids and stuff with water. It's always that good connection. It's like that connection. Is this of, in a specific uh, country? So we are thinking of doing it in uh, this, but everywhere. So it can be yeah. flat packed, okay. meaning it can be sent every, anywhere. But we're going to start doing it in Australia first. So we're in contact with a few people in um, some places um, and start doing that. Yeah. That's amazing. What's the name <laughs> of the charity? So the charity is going to be Save the Kids by Jay Black. Jay Black is the company, but the charity that will be working is Save the Kids by Jay Black. And um, Jay Black is the company that is building those. I'm part of the company that is building um, flat packs. When I say flat packs, it's floating events on water. Okay. So that floating event on water, I've brought it to that cause, which is helping kids now that can experience the same thing being on water, but giving them a lot of different support from education. Um, entertainment and you know different stuff that can be helpful for them. Wow, that's great! Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I've had a few questions um, from listeners. A lot of people actually are very, very interested to understand uh, more of your story. Mm-hmm. So, the sister of Dominic the florist. I'm going to work mm-hmm. this through. <laughs> There's too many steps involved. <laughs> Has uh, mentioned that you weren't happy with what Dominic had to say on the show about you being a womanizer, a player, kind of being you being portrayed in that way. So that you stopped buying flowers there and kind of boycotted the store. Is that true? Oh my gosh, no, not at all. I didn't. I stopped buying flowers to anyone actually after that because oh. uh, um, <laughs> it was such a. It was such. It's like I, I buy flowers for people that I love, and it became yeah. like I buy flowers for everyone. And it got to a point that I'm like, <laughs> I was like, okay, no, you know what? Stop that. I'm gonna buy flowers for myself. So <laughs> I have not been. I called him a few times, but um, we were always busy. But no, gosh, Dominic is an amazing guy. I understood now how things works, and right. uh, because of that, I can take a step back. I'm like, okay, this is how it works. Okay, now I understand what happened there. But Dominic is awesome, and whatever he said, I do understand now after he expressed it to me, what happened. Well, fair enough. All right, there you yeah. go. So, if Dom, if you're listening, well, if <laughs> Dom, if you're listening, call. I still love you. You're still my florist, and I will always come to you. It, when you're inspired to buy flowers again one day. If I am inspired. <laughs> exactly. If my mom comes here, I will definitely buy flowers for her. But, yeah, that's going to take a while. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> Um, aside from that, people also wanted to know if you are officially an Australian citizen yet. No, you know what? I'm still on my PR. I've been here for 20 years, but it's been, I've been, I never really, it didn't really occur to me to, mm. well, I shouldn't say occur. I never went through the process of citizenship because I always was thinking maybe I will move to Europe. I, always, I love mm. Europe. I always wanted to go there. Um, so in Europe at that time, um, my, my, my passport, we can enter anywhere we want in Europe without any issues. So for me, I'm like, well, I'm not interested with the States. Um, I'm not, those are the things that were not of in my interest. Um, so I never Hang on did. a second, I've got to stop you there. You're not interested yeah. in living in the States. So what was your game plan there? No, it was until I met Avery. Right, okay, we need to clarify <laughs> Until I met that, I Avery, <laughs> let's, let's clear that out. Until I met Avery, it was never in my, in my radar. So I was like, oh, doesn't need, I don't need a, P, uh, a citizenship. 
So that's why I never really went through the process of citizen, citizenship. And I've been on my permanent residency for the past 17 years now. Okay, 16 or 17, yeah. so it's been a while. Yeah, I've been here for 20 years, so yeah. And do you think you'll ever go back to Mauritius? Oh, gosh, I love the place. It's very boring, though. It's I love the place. Right. When I say boring, it's like so small, you get to know everyone. It's... It's great to leave, mm -hmm. but if you want to grow, I don't think that's my place to be for what I want to do. Fair enough. I mean, and your son's here, so Correct. it's nice to, to have your family around. Correct, yeah. I, I have to ask about your presentation a, a little bit more detail. Please, Sorry to bring you back it, to that, that trauma. Oh, my God, don't worry. Go for it. <laughs> I think that needs to be talked about. Yeah, I want to I know about this because a lot of people were – asking questions about um, whether or not you've had official training in, mm -hmm. in counselling or in relationship coaching and where you get your inspiration, particularly for that talk uh, with the, the boxes, the, em the empty boxes. Am I saying it right? Correct. Yeah, correct. So I have a life coaching um, certificate and an NLP, neurolinguistic programming, and I have a um, well certificate in neuroscience. But my background is from finance, nutrition. So I have a double degree in nutrition and masters in, in sorry, double degree in uh, finance and uh, masters in finance, and I have a degree in nutrition, which turned into pretty much what um, with all the courses that I did with Dimartini. Uh, Judy Spencer. So all those different courses brought me to do a life coaching course and an NLP uh, course, which turned into a bit of more neuroscience. So when I got uh, separated at that time, divorced now, with Sian, that was my, my challenge was relationship. And I started looking more into it. Relationship was something that really attracted me. And it got to a point afterwards, I had enough um, yes, tools to be able to start advising my friends. And it was only friends that started coming to me because they were like, oh, you've done so many new things, so I would like to know what you've learned. So I started helping, when I say helping, just advising. Mm -hmm. And that turned into wanting to do like a life coaching, um, life coaching course. And um, that life coaching turned into me life coaching, slowly going towards relationships. So that's how it is. I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not anything, any, any as such just a life coach. That is uh, working mainly in a relationship. Okay, so um, a few people mentioned that your talk brought up a, a lot of, was heavily influenced by um, Mark Gunner. Mark Gunner, correct. Yeah, yeah, so I'm assuming that was, um, you know, part of, from somewhere that you drew inspiration, I suppose. So Mark Gunner, why I, so the, that's the snippet that we saw, Mm -hmm. was not exactly the base of that. So what I wanted to portray at that time was the work of Mark Congo, slowly open up, what do you think about that? Is that what we are living nowadays? Is that the man, is that the woman that's working like that? But that's peeled up into a very different conversation. <laughs> so where you're asking the question, is this... I was trying to go down that road. Right. But... Um, it turned into into panic, and uh, um, and then I saw like Avery's face turning. I was like, "Oh shit!" And it just uh, it just yeah, it just was like a, an avalanche of uh, of uh, disaster from then. Yeah, I mean that was a tough moment. 
um, I think I think all of America was kind of holding their breath for you at that moment. As as and and I can imagine, you know, public speaking ain't my thing. And if you're slowly watching a, a room full of women turning against you, the panic has got <laughs> has got to. Yeah, I was like, oh, yep, I just killed myself right now. Okay, <laughs> I was thinking, do I walk out? Do I stay here? Do I order pizza? What do I do? And I, <laughs> it was like so many Final things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is there, is there, what would a normal seminar be like for you then? Do you um, still do them or have you decided to completely set that aside for now? No, actually, you know, that was, a, I always think any feedback, even if it's a bad feedback, is always a way of us. Um, it's an expression of love because what you do, a feedback is love for me now. I'm seeing that in a very different way. That was not a pleasant feedback, but it's still love because I can take that on board. I can do two things. I can just ignore it and just play the victim or I can say, hey, great, I am bad at that. How can I do something to get better at it? Mm -hmm. So what I did is I, after that, I contacted John Harvey, which is one of the most, the best public speaker in, in, in Australia. And uh, I've been doing this course to be able to, to, to get better at it, if that makes wow. sense. Wow, good on you. That's A it, lot yeah. of people, um, myself included, I would take feedback like that and I would just crawl into a hole and be like, all right, I'm going to rock back and forth in here for a while. Contact me in 10 years. <laughs> but you've taken it and you've, and you've run with it and tried to improve. I think that, I think that a lot of people listening um, will be really excited to hear that because that's the best way to, to handle that kind of feedback is to grow. Correct. Like you will get a lot of, um, well, when that happened, that week that it happened, um, the backlash was, was intense. Mm. Oh, bless you. So the backlash was intense. And uh, in that moment, it was very full on. And that's when we just broke up Avery and I. So we, we've been yeah. together. So a lot of people don't know that. We've been together until um, when it was aired in the States, when that was aired, that moment was aired a week prior we broke up. Okay. So that was in, I think, April or something. So that's when I didn't have her support. And I was going through that, and um, it was it was intense. It was intense. Yeah, that would have been really tough. Yeah. Is there anything else major that you wanted to get off your chest about behind the scenes on the show, how you were treated? I mean, I've spoken to a lot of people from Married at First Sight Australia here, um, and their response to how they were treated behind the scenes is that it was a lot of manipulation. They really struggled. Did, is that the same with your experience on 90 Days? I would say struggled. I would say that I was alone. It's mm -hmm. very tiring. Um, sometimes one snippet of like five to ten minutes, it's, it's sometimes a, a recording of up to like five to six hours just right. to get one five to ten minutes thing. So you don't really see the big picture, but you, say, you, you see that that conflict mm -hmm. and it's all about that um so that was challenging because like you are fixing problems in one day so you get conflicts then you fix the, the conflict but it does not show the fixing of the conflict most of the right, time okay. <laughs> it shows the conflict, you know what i mean so that was the challenge i think sometimes and um no but this the crew was amazing i have to say the producer was a little bit i love him and he knows it but he he knows how to manipulate people. He's good <laughs> at his job. <laughs> He's very good at what he did. 
Yeah, and I've and, and almost everyone I've spoken to that's uh, d- done reality shows has said, look, please just don't judge me on this one experience of me on TV, <laughs> which is very hard to do when it's all we're being shown. But um, it is good to keep in mind that you are a whole person uh, and they're just picking the most exciting parts Correct. for entertainment. Correct. Are you and Avery still in contact at all? Well, we broke up two weeks ago. <laughs> That's oh, why I'm gosh. saying this. Yeah, we were right. together. We broke up two weeks ago. I'm so and, sorry. Um, no, no, it's okay. Uh, you know what? I'm so. It's a constant pattern. So, mm. but I'm allowing it to happen too. So that's why I said I need to take that advice for myself now. Right. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. realize it was that recent. Wow. Mm. So yeah. So that's why I was. I was going to say you will. You will be getting information that no one else has got right Breaking now. Breaking news. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so, I'm so sorry to hear that. I mean, if if it's anything to go by, you might be back together in a, in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm not surprised if that happens again. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Oh, God, that's awful. Yeah, I am sorry. I mean, it is long right. distance is so difficult anyway. I've tried it. I don't know that I would be trying it again. So <laughs> I think you're brave it's for tough. embarking on that journey at all. There is one more slightly awkward topic that I have to bring up. I think I know where we're going right now with that. But actually, I was going to say something. You know what? Um, the, the Graves' disease that oh, yes. I had, yeah. I didn't know until I watched it. So I had it for well, I've had it for a while, but I didn't realize until I watched it on when it was aired. Mm-hmm. So that's when I watched the show, and I was like, "Watch my eyes." And uh, when you, you were noticing it for the for the first time as well. For the first time myself, because it's been going on for nearly a year since, yeah. like, because it was last year in August that we, we we shot. Right. And then it aired in March in in the states, and I was watching now because we I was watching it with Avery um, uh, on Skype, and um, when I was watching it, I'm like, hey, my eyes, and it was just like very. Uh, um, that's when I, I came to know slowly people started texting and, um, and I came to know it was grapes and I went to do a test and I was like, oh, shit. So you great. hadn't even been diagnosed before that? No, I have Gosh. hyperactive thyroid. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. hyperactive thyroid, but it was never diagnosed, but of, uh, no one really noticed it. Wow. Until I, yeah, I was on TV and I was like, shit, this is intense. And then I went to have my test and it was just, um, yeah, it was that. I think that, well, if there's anything positive that could have come out of this experience, exactly. that, <laughs> that <laughs> you was know, like silver linings, mate. <laughs> Correct. Because <laughs> well, like, at least I'm known for, I'm, I'm, at least I'm known for like this. Um, I don't know. There's a guy that called me something a while ago. Oh, gosh, I forgot. It was really funny. He had my eyes completely popping out. It's like you couldn't see my face, my, my, my mouth. And it was really, he said, so I don't know. I forgot the, the, what he said, but it was really funny. So at least I'm known for that. That's well, you sound like you have a good sense of humor about it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as they're helping me to actually do the charity, I'm like, please, you can make as much fun as you want with me. That's well, fine. Well, look, I mean, you've launched a charity and you've improved your health. So I think all in all... It's not a totally bad experience. No, not at all. You're right. Yeah. It's actually, it, it was a very great, you know, it's, um, I can't say it was bad and I can't say it was good. It was, okay. it, it was an experience that brought a lot of opportunities. Um, 
<clears throat> to in in front of me that I that I'm very grateful for because it opened doors that I wouldn't have been able to open five months ago. Did it um, open any doors with women sliding into your DMs after Avery mentioned that she had the best sex of her life with you? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, that was, uh, and I was sending her the all the DMs. Like I get a DM, I send her to send it to her, and I'm like, hey, babe, check this out. So um, yeah, I got a heaps of them pictures, unsolicited <laughs> pictures, but um, you just you just don't. Yeah, I don't give that. I don't give it any energy at all. Unsolicited pictures. Well, look, I mean, that's like the life of being a woman in this world right now. So at least you can experience a little bit of what we're like when we open our phone. I'm like, ah! <laughs> nobody needs yeah, to see that. <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, it was a very interesting uh, moment between that whole thing. So yeah. Well, it's a nice compliment anyway. Something to take home. Oh, thank, you. Yeah. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's true. At least that's another thing too. So at least she could have said something way worse. The, the whole opposite on the spectrum would have been a lot worse. So not worse than that. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you so much for talking to me. It's been a pleasure. I want to let everybody know you can watch uh, Ash in all of his glory on 90 Day Fiance <laughs> before the 90 days. Every Sunday at 8.30 p.m. on TLC, which is available on Foxtel and Fetch. Do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to end, uh, send us off with? Uh, no, not really. I would say if ever people are, yeah, actually not really. It's just uh, maybe people who, when the charity is up and going, I would love to have people support down the track. Absolutely, and yeah. All the, yeah, all the details will be on, on my Instagram and um that's pretty much where So you give us your Instagram it. and one more time the name of the charity, please. Okay, perfect. It's uh, So the Instagram name is The Mind Body Coach and the name of the charity is Save the, Kid, Save the Children uh, by Jay Black. Amazing. Thank you so Thank much you. for talking to me. It's been really My fun. Pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and I'm sure we'll be talking maybe down the track after <laughs> after the whole experience has aired and you're reliving the backlash everything. or the dms exactly everything. <laughs> thank you so much Kristen, for that thank you 